This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. I was very bothered, Rabotai. Welcome, everyone. I was very bothered with this, uh, with this pshat. And, um, I need everybody's help on this one. And this, we're going to speak about the topic of honor. It's a very important topic. You heard? Yonatan. It's about honor. We're speaking about honor. A lot of times people don't speak about that too much, but we're going to speak about it. It's very, very important. Everybody needs it. And we're going to explain what it is exactly. Like this. You see in the Pasuk, in where, where Hashem tells Moshe, he tells Paro, Hashem tells Moshe and Aaron to speak to Paro. And this Pasuk is in Pasuk Yud Gimel. And Rashi says, He commanded them, Lanhigam, he told him that he has to give kavod to Paro. That's what Rashi says, and that's what Rashi quotes. So again, Hashem is commanding Moshe and Aaron when they go speak to Paro, make sure you give him kavod. Now, if you look later on in the next parasha, it says that he gave Paro. Kavod. How? You remember the last Makkah? Makkah, uh, you know, he says, oh, but we're going to have one last one. Says, that's it, get out of here, I don't want to talk to you anymore, get out. So the Pasuk says over there, you're going to see your servants are going to come back to ask me to, to, to free them. Now really, it wasn't his servants, it was really who? It was really Pearl himself. So in the Pasuk, if you look later on, it says, Vayardu kol avadecha ela alai. Moshe says, you want me to leave now, but guess what? Your servants are going to come back to me. Which means he was really speaking about Paro is going to be. And Rashi says, Chalak kavod lamalchut. He didn't say, you're going to come to me. Your servants are going to come to me. So therefore you see that he gave him kavod. Now, that being said, this is the million dollar question. Why? Why? You, you imagine right now you're speaking to to a to an individual who is making the Jewish people suffer. Imagine you have a guy; he's making the Jewish people suffer. You're gonna go give him kavod, you know, and you know Hashem's with you. And, and Hashem says, "Make sure you give him the honor." What honor? This guy, I'm gonna give him honor for what? For what? For what? How? Makes sense? Any sense to you? And it says, the Psukim say, that yes, Moshe and Aaron obeyed, and he gave them honor. He gave them honor. He spoke to him with a, with a kingship. How could it be? What is the understanding? Tonight before you leave this, you're going to get the full understanding to it. But everybody has that question, because we have to dissect, we have to dissect right now what's kavod. We know that uh, Rabbi Akiva's students passed away, they didn't, be no heck, kavod to each other. Now you say to yourself, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's the midah kene midah? Where is the measure for measure? Everything is measure for measure. Where is the measure for measure here? And the answer to that question is that, look, like we said, we are created, we have three partners in our creation, every person. 
the mother, the father, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, when a person passes away, his body is still here, so his mother and father's items are still here. But the Neshama, his soul is gone. So what happens is, when you don't honor somebody, why don't you honor him? Because you see, he has eyes, I have eyes, he has nose, I have nose, he has, what does he, what does he have different than anybody else? Why should I give him any honor? Why should I give him any honor? And the answer is, is because he has a piece of God in him. Hashem blew a piece of God in him. And that means if you can't recognize that it's a piece of God in him, then that means you're not giving him that respect, then you took that away from him, so therefore Hashem says, okay, fine, let's take a neshama. This is a high level of understanding. Take a neshama, midah, kereng, midah. Why? Because you didn't, you, you're not recognizing the goodness that this person has. He has a piece of God in him. When you see, when you see that person, when you see a person he has a tzalim lokim, it's a real thing. It's not a joke. If you look at the first parak of Mesilah Yisharim, the Ramchal says that every person has a soul in them that is greater than any, than any, than, than, than the malachim themselves. You know what a malach is? A malach. You know what an angel is? That means you sitting in this room, you yourself have something so great in you that even greater than, than an angel. The, 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 do you hear what's going on over here? You have even something that's in you that's even greater than an angel? Now everybody needs that respect. And why is that? Because we're built with it. Now, if you don't feel one of the, the Rabbeinu Yunan's Sefarim, he wrote a, a few Sefarim, a lot of Sefarim. One of the main ones was, we know, Shara Tshuva, but he also wrote a Sefer called Shar Avodah. And in that, the first Perek, he speaks about, this is what he says, he says, the first thing you have to know about serving Hashem, you have to know your self-worth. You have to know your self-worth. Why? I don't know my self-worth. I don't know this. If you don't know your self-worth, you know what's going to happen? You you need that, you need to, to be recognized. So as long as you know what you're doing is right, everything like that, so you're giving yourself your own self-respect. If you don't feel that dignity in you, you want it from others. Oh, is he giving me the respect? What does he think of me? That's why you see a lot of people, they're always making sure what everybody's thinking of them. Why? Who cares? Who cares what the person's thinking about? It? You don't have the confidence in you to understand, I know my self-worth. You ever, you ever see these like uh, uh these rappers and things like that? They act where they want to act because they don't care what anybody says because they know what they have. So they go, oh, you were not respect, respect. You don't respect. I don't, I don't. I don't need your respect. I know what I'm worth. <laughs> you know, he knows what he's worth. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like some people are like that. I know what I'm worth. I know my self worth. So therefore, every he actually becomes like the leader all of a sudden, right? That person becomes the leader. I was going to be the leader because he knows what he's worth, and he do, he doesn't have to seek the honor of of others because he has his self worth. You understand the psychology of it? But if you don't feel, if you don't, if you don't see in, inside of you what you yourself are valued at, so you're always looking at other people. Wait, wait, does he value me? Does he value you? Does he value me? Does he value me? Does he value me? Wait, wait, what about him? What about him? What about him? Because you don't feel it in, in you. And that's a problem with, within, within you. There's a problem within you. You have to know your self-worth. You have to know it. And you're going to say, well, but what is my self-worth? What, what, am, what am I worth? You know, the very simple thing is, first of all, the fact that you were born... And Hashem says, I'm going to pick you to be born. That already shows that you're 
your worth. You have a self worth. That means God said, "I want you to be here." He could have made you. He could have made you anything. He could have made you. The Chavod Levod says he could have made you a cat. He could have made you a dog. He could have made you, you think Hashem couldn't do that? Hashem could have done that. He could have made you a goy. He could have made you anything. He, but Hashem said, "I'm going to pick you to be this because what?" Like we said, I don't know if anybody saw the daily dose this past week, but we said in there over there, it says, We thank Hashem every morning. That you gave me back my neshama. What's Rabbi Munatecha? Rabbi Munatecha means that what? A lot of emunah. Which means we had faith in you, God. A lot of emunah that you're going to wake us up tomorrow morning. When we went to sleep, we had a lot of faith in you that you're going to wake us up in the morning. But we said a little knecho on that, a pshat on that. What did we say? means the way we explain this over here is that Hashem, you had faith in us. Rabbah, a lot of emunah in us. So you woke us up in the morning knowing if I wake him up, he's going to do so good today. So therefore you had confidence in us. So what's your self-worth? Your self-worth is Hashem believed in you. He believed in you before He put you down to this world that you will become tzaddik. He believed in you. So if, I, if God is, 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 is rooting for me, you think that I won't be able to accomplish what I need to accomplish? Imagine Hashem says, I approve of you. Hashem says, I approve you. I created you. That means I approve of you. Whoa! That's amazing. The second you feel it, you automatically, your energy and the way you serve Hashem gets to the next level. We had a guy here, I remember he was so, so down and out. He was very down and out. Very, I'm talking about very, very down and out. Now the guy, he's a budding Tamil Hacham. So he said, I said, how'd you do that? He said, little by little, I understood that I'm a somebody. I understood I'm worth something. So therefore, it helped me grow and grow. That is your inner respect. Good? That is for yourself. But there's something else. And that is respecting other people. Yeah? How do you respect the other person? So I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. Rav Chaim Ozugudinsky was walking one time. An Arab took an orange and threw it at him. And he was walking with somebody. And he looked at the Arab and he says, Toda Rabbah. So the Arab knew only uh, Arabic. So he, says, he went over, he went over to the, to the, to his Gabbai. He says, what did he say? What did he say? I want to, what did he say? What did he say? What did he say? I want to, what did he say? What did he say? So he says, the Rabbi said, thank you very much. So he says, what? How does it make any sense? How does that make any sense that the Rabbi is telling me, thank you very much? It doesn't make any sense. So he went and he's trying to speak, translating. So, so he tells the, 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 the rabbi tells the Gavit to explain to him that why he's saying thank you very much. Because he says, you could have took a rock and <laughs> thrown it. And thrown it. Instead, what did you do? Take an orange. You know? Thank you very much. True story. There's a very, there's very, there's greatness in the story. You know what the greatness is? And by the way, they say ever since that story, any time Rav Chaim Ozzardinsky walked by, the Arabs stood up for him and gave him the utmost respect. Every single time. The Rabbi, Chaim, stood up, gave him the utmost respect. 
said, I says, why give me the most respect? Like, what's going on? Like, what, 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 what's the depth of the story? What's the greatness of the story? The greatness of the story is that why don't we respect other people? Why not? Why shouldn't you give the most respect to some people? Why? Notice, the people that you hang out the most with, a lot of times, you won't give them the most respect. The people that you see once in a while, Oh, I didn't see you in, in two years, what's up bro? How you doing my brother? How you doing? I love you, I miss you, this, that, that. You give them utmost respect. The, the people that are with you, a lot of times, you, you see them day by day, day by day by day, the respect is not as much as you see that guy once a year, you see, Oh, how you doing? I miss you. What happened over there? What, but why, why, why? So I'll tell you. The answer is, the answer is, a lot of times a person, he'll see, like, why should I respect this guy? I know his negativities. I know his defaults. I know he's uh, this. I know he's that. I know this. I know that. I know that. So automatically, like, he's just like a regular, regular. We respect him for what? Because you see him on the daily. Because you see his negativity sometimes. But you don't understand that he has greatness in him. And our job in life is to see his galut. Not to see his negative. You know, somebody said you have two eyes. Why do you have two eyes? One to see the positive in others, and one to see the negative in you so you can improve on yourself. Heard that one? When you look, don't look. People use the opposite. They look at themselves, ah, oh, look at me, I'm the greatest guy in the world. And look, everybody's, nah, everybody's nobody. No, the opposite. You look yourself like, oh, I always gotta improve, I always gotta improve, I gotta improve. Okay, feel, feel self-worth, but always feel that you have to always improve, improve, improve. I have a lot to improve in. And with the other eye, you look always positive. Wow, the guy's so good, the guy's this. Always look at the good. See what you can get from that goodness from this person. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like, like somebody once was saying, um, um, uh, when, 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 uh, I'll give you an example. And, and this applies to your whole life. Um, I was filling up, I'll give you an example. I was filling up an urn. It was, you know, uh, Shabbat morning. Shabbat morning. And I came to my house and I was like, uh, I wanted like a nice cup of coffee in the morning, early in the morning. So I went up. I'm putting the hot water, you know, the hot water urn. You know, the hot water urn. They fill up before Shabbat. They have the water urn. I go, I go, I'm, I'm like, uh, hot water urn, huh? Is it, no, 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 no water. That's, uh, honey, you, you don't put the water, like, what's going on? Wait, how can you don't put the, the, the water? You don't know if you push about Friday, every show I have to, so I stopped, I stopped myself. You know what I said to myself? I said, this is great that there's no water. Cause now I could see every single Shabbat I had water. Look how great my wife is, every single time she remembered to put the water. One time she did it, okay? Look how great. The other way, the other person wanted to say, Honey, where's the water? You know, it's still water. It's like a guy dinner, right? His wife makes him dinner every night. He's starving one night. He comes home for dinner. He's starving. He's coming in. All of a sudden, he's opening up the oven. There's nothing in the oven. He calls his wife, Where are you? Where are you? Where's the dinner? I'm starving. I didn't eat anything all day. I didn't eat lunch today. You don't know what Shavavim. I'm fasting today. You don't know what it is going on. You don't put no dinner. Then he says, Whoa. Look at the good. Look at the good. Look at the good. Think of the opposite. The one time she didn't make me dinner. Wow. Think about all the time she made me dinner. Wow. It's a different, different ball game.
You understand what I'm trying to say? If you change your attitude towards the person and you look at him, not his negativity, you look at his positivity, then automatically you give him that right respect. And when you do that, by the way, you always got to make sure that person, when you stop interacting with him, that he feels that you gave him the right honor. We're going to be asked in Shemaim, if you look at him, they ask him when he was when he wasn't feeling well, they ask him, tell us what's Ochot Chaim, tell us the way of life. And you know what he said over there? The Gemara says, on look at it says, be careful with the honor of your friends. That's, what do you mean, be careful about, who cares about my friend? No, you're not understanding the, you're not understanding who your friend is. Your friend has godliness in him. So therefore, if you don't give him kavod, that means you're not giving Hashem kavod. What do we say? Kadosh, 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 Amonite, Sevakot, Melokol Haaretz, Kevodo. Who cares about the Kevodo? Because God is everywhere. God is even the person sitting right next to you. Hashem is there. So if you can't see that in Him, that means already you have a default in that. You know, it says, Rebbe was Mechabed Ashirim. Rebbe was respected, honored, uh, wealthy people. Now why? So everything, oh, you know, I might get a donation. No! It has nothing to do. Why is he respecting, uh, why is he respecting a uh, wealthy people? Maybe, maybe I can marry his daughter. Maybe, maybe I can get a business deal with him. Trust me, nothing's gonna happen. You're not gonna get a business deal. You're not gonna get this. It's not gonna happen. How many times do you respect him? So why did he respect? For what reason? The answer is, he says, wait one second. There's something over here that not everybody has. It's a wealth that not everybody has. This wealth is wow, tremendous. That's not everybody has. He's not respecting the per- he's respecting what? He's respecting the, the, the gift that God gave him. You understand what's going on? When you respect the Tamil Hakam, you have to stand up for Tamil Hakam, you have to stand up. What are you standing up for? You're standing up because the Torah that he has in him. You see, you're not just telling me, oh, he's the Me'achav. He has a nice, nice beard, frock, hadid hat. No, you're not standing up for that. You're not standing up for that. What are you standing up for? You have to look deeper in the person. And what's deeper in the person? He's a walking Torah. That's what he is. Tamil Acham, you know why you're standing for him? I see Gemara Ta'anit in this man. I see I see Bavakama here. I see the whole Chumash, he knows Tanakh. I see Mishnayot. That's what I see. That's what I'm standing up for. What am I standing up for? Even the Gemara says a question. Let's say Tamil Acham lost all his Torah. Let's say he went senile. Let's say he, he doesn't remember any Torah. Do you still have to give him the right Gemara? There's a question in the Gemara. Why is that a question in the Gemara? Imagine you have an 85-year-old Tamil Acham. And if you got his Torah, he's 85. But he learned his whole life. The Gemara says you still have to respect him. You have to give him the kavod. But you say something, whoa, because it's called Shivre Luchot. But I'm just saying, there's even a, there's even a question? Yeah, there's a question. There's no, the, the Torah is not there. Where's the Torah? No, no, the Torah is there. It's broken. But the Torah is there. You understand what I'm trying to say? So when, when, when you're giving kavod, you're giving, you're looking in the depth of the person. You're not just giving kavod. You're giving kavod. You're giving kavod. Oh, he has, he, oh, he has Torah. Stand up for the, for the Torah. Standing up for the Torah. Stand up. His Torah. Wow. You know, it feels good. Oh, wow. Everybody's standing up for me. You know, standing up for you. Standing up for your Torah that you have. If he didn't have Torah, I wouldn't, right? But he has Torah in him. So you look at him in the kavod of the Torah. Ashirut. He has something that, 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 that most people don't, not everybody has. So Hashem gave him a gift. So I'm respecting that gift. Not, not, not because he's rich. Because God, I'm respecting God's gift that he gave him. 
You understand the depth of it? It's not just giving respect. And then when you understand this lesson, then you'll give respect to everybody because every single person has a gift that is inside of him that you have to look at the depth of it. So he might not have Torah because he's not Tumilacham. He might not have wealth because he's not a wealthy person. But he has other things. He has humility where you don't have that. He's so humble. This person is so humble that you can't even reach his level of humility. So therefore you're obligated to give him kavod because he has that in him. No, but Rabbi, I don't see him. I see it. No, 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 but he's humble. He's a humble guy. Give him the right respect. And therefore when you, when you respect him and after you finish with him, he, he comes out. The way you have to greet people, the way you have to treat people, the way you have to be done is after you've done the interaction with them, they have to walk away from you saying, wow, this guy really made me feel so good. I know a rabbi in our community, he's like that. Every, every person that, that he greets, he speaks, he comes into contact with, they come out and, whoa, it's amazing. I'll never forget, I, I went to Chaim Berlin once. I went to hear, uh, one of the, one of the rush from the Rosh Hashiva, of, um, Aaron Shechta. He should have a but I went to, I went to one time, I went to Chaim Berlin, I'm sitting there, Chaim Berlin. Now everybody's giving a Chazak Baruch. I gave him Hazar Baruch, he stopped. Ooh, I never saw you before. It was my first time walking in. I never saw you before. What's your name, young man? I, I, I felt so good. Like, you know, he has thousands of Talmudim. You know, he, he remembered, he looks at me. He's looking at me. He's like, you know, you're a Yid. You're a holy Neshama. You have godliness in you. How you doing? What's your name, young man? I want to know. Because I really know that inside of you, there's greatness in you. And therefore, what's your name? I want to know. He, I, I felt that feeling. I felt so good after. I said, my name is Yosef Falachi. Oh, where do you live? I live here. There's that. Oh, very nice. Come to the yeshiva. Are you part of the yeshiva? No, I'm here for the... So come be part of the yeshiva. Come learn with it. it. was like a whole different vibe. You go out of there like, whoa, whoa, whoa what did I just experience? Like, it was an experience. You know, so it was like an experience. It wasn't even like a meeting. It was an experience. It was like, wow, what's going on? That's, that's what you have to do when, you, when you're respecting others. And guess what? You know what's going to happen? The more you have your self-worth that you really believe you inside you is greatness, that's how you're going to give more and more and more. Right? That's what it is. Because if you have kavod on your own, you mechabed yourself, if you respect your, it's deep what I'm telling you, if you respect yourself very, very much, then because you know who you are, you know you have godliness in you, you'll be able to reciprocate, you'll be able to show that respect to everybody else because you, you, you know how much respect I am. Imagine this person. I have to respect that person as well. I have to respect that person as well. I'll never forget. I had a roommate. His name's Joey Batty. You know who he is. Right, Joey Batty. In any case, I'll never forget. One time somebody came, he gave him a cake for Shabbat. And I, and I hear him and he's, he's saying him, thank you so much. So I, I, I feel so honored that you got me the cake. You know, really, you should be blessed. And he, he's going on. I was like, Joey, you can say thank you one time. Like, what's it gonna be? Like, you know, 15, okay, enough. So he's like, you're right. But look how good I made him feel. Every time I said, thank you very much, I'm, I'm so honored that you thought about me, it's so nice of you to bring me. So he said three, four, five things, and this guy is keep on going and saying, wow, 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 wow. Because you know what? You don't lose anything. When you give other people honor, you don't lose anything. Who is a respectable person? Who is a respectable person? The one who respects others. The one who respects the Briyas, that's a respectable person. Why? Because if he can respect you, that means he knows himself what's his self-worth. He's automatically respected. You got that?
It says, Eze hu mechubad. Who is a respected person? Ze what? When you respect other people. Why? Because how, how is me giving him respect? How is that that I'm respectful? So, you know how people learn it? People say, because if I give you respect, what are you going to do? You're going to give me respect. But now we're not saying that over here. We're saying that if you give him respect, a lot of, and you respect everybody, you're automatically respected. Why? Because you wouldn't be able to give the kavod out if you didn't know your self-worth. So automatically, even if nobody respects you, you're already a respectable person. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to give the kavod out. Different shot. Different shot. People learn this. Who's a respected person? You respect others. So you know why? You know why you respect it? Since you respect others, everybody's going to respect you. We're not doing that. We're saying, even if no one respects you, the fact that you're respecting everybody else must be that you're a respectable person because then you wouldn't be able to respect everybody else. Must be you believe in yourself so much. You hold who you are so much. You hold that you're so great. Therefore, it gives you the ability to respect everybody else. Yeah? It is a little bit confusing. It is a little bit confusing because it's deep. You got to think about it deep. I can't... I, if you don't have the money... To help somebody, you know, if you're not, if a person doesn't have the money to help somebody, so he can't give, 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 give. But if you have all the money, you can give, 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 give. If you are a self-respected person, that means you have all the respect in the world, then you can give, 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 give the respect. Make sense? Makes sense. And now we come back. We ask the question. We said, why is Hashem going ahead? And telling Moshe and Aaron, respect Paro, talk to him with respect. Who cares? Who cares? You know why? There's a Gemara that says, if you see a king, what's the Berakha you make if you see a king? What's the Berakha? Shehalak, Mikvodo, Libriotav. That he gave Kavod, Hashem gave Kavod from his Kavod, to, to a, to a, to a Briah. You hear what's going on? Huh? To creation. That Hashem, Shagamak, Vodo, that, that's when you see a what? A Goyesh king. If you see a Jewish king, what does it say? Shechalak mikvodo, lireav. Not libriotav. Lireav, what's the difference? Lireav is creation, but Lireav is his friend. Lireav, not with the ayin. Lireav is, the ones who fear me. The king, if you see a Jewish king, Hashem gave him the kavod, li-re'av, the ones who fear me. Hashem wouldn't give that kavod to, to this king if he didn't fear Hashem. He fears Hashem so much that Hashem says, I'm going to give you par kavod. So by a king, now it's very simple. We see by a Goyesh king, you have to say, you know what that means? That means if Hashem chose paro, that means he gave paro something Kavod. He gave it to him. I put him in charge to be king, so therefore, I'm not giving respect to Donald Trump because he's president. No, I'm giving respect because Hashem chose Trump, this person, to be, Kivyachol, the president. So I'm giving respect for that gift, the extra, the extra gift that nobody has. But I know that God gave it. So I'm giving respect to Hashem by respecting him. I'm giving respect to Paro, not to Paro himself. He's Rashad, the guy's uh, making us suffer. I'm going to give him respect. 
You're giving him, you're going in death. The death is, you're giving Paro honor because you're seeing how much Hashem gave him uniqueness of kavod. Shechalak mikvodo libriotav. So that's why you're giving him, when you're giving him honor, you're giving Hashem honor. And that's every single person. When you're honoring your friend, you're honoring God. And that's the lesson tonight. Have a great night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.